what's going on man what's good man we're back yeah uh another episode in the books yes sir i need to go hold y'all it was a mad uneventful week for me personally <laughs> until the until the fourth quarter i uh oh, wow. and unfortunately it's not a good story but it's really fried so <laughs> i went uh i went out with a friend for a little bit mm-hmm. and i lost my id in the process of getting it checked by the bouncer I hate when that shit happens. Like, I didn't even know that was even humanly possible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he asked me for my ID. I gave it to him. People were trying to sneak in the club, like, behind him. And then, yeah. like, you know, people were, like, have this, like, fake VIP mentality at this place, too, of, like, I'm not going to get in line. I'm going to, like, slide the doorman an extra 10 to get in. So, like, while all that was happening, he still has my ID. And he turns around and, like, cools that shit off. And he's like, uh, let me see your ID. I'm like, uh, you have it. <laughs> I was like, you, you, you definitely have it. And yeah, never got it back. So uh, that was fun. But yeah. Oh, so you're out here ID-less. Yes. With a fresh doctor's appointment in a couple of days, uh, appointment for my car. Mm. Like, it's just like, dang. Like, I work from home, but it's just like. And I can't even remember the last time this ever happened to me. Like, I've lost debit cards with like my ID, you know. I don't I don't lose that. So I'm like, I gotta go to everyone's favorite uh <laughs> institution tomorrow and take a ticket and get in line and oh no. I would go to the nicest one in your zip code, like the more affluent, because I've you know, gone to different ones and yeah, like it, it matters your zip code on how if I take a fast. right if I take a right out of my apartment I'm in Indianapolis. If I take a left, I'm in Fishers. So I'm going to take that left real quick. <laughs> like you, you can literally see the Welcome to Fishers sign from my, like, the street that, and then you take it right, you see the mall where people would be getting shot at. Like, it's, we're very, yeah. in, very in the middle. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, I, my, the way I used to get my, like, new tags and shit, it was just so smooth and seamless. Like, I feel like I was in and out in under 10 minutes every time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back into Cab County, and it's just like, you know, armor up, <laughs> yeah, in, like. yeah. But on the lighter, more positive notes, since I was here doing absolutely nothing, I will live uh, vicariously through my girl for a more positive beginning story, and it, it kind of slides into music. But uh, uh, she went to Lollapalooza. I couldn't take the the vacation days off, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess yesterday during uh, Bia's set. You know, the whole lot of money singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she wanted people to come on stage and shake some ass to a new song. And my girl got up on stage and was dancing with Bia and got <laughs> tagged on IG and had her, you know, her. Oh, uh, shit. Had her 15, <laughs> yeah, she had her 15 minutes of fame yesterday. It was pretty tight. And one of my friends, he was watching on Hulu. He said he's seen the performance and everything. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> like, what a what a freaking Saturday, you know? So, yeah. Oh, my God. Just imagine, like, chilling. And I almost watched some of the uh, performances last night, but just chilling like, oh, shit, I know them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such a TV moment. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, man, that oh. was crazy. Because, yeah, I was running errands, so I wasn't watching the live stream, but. Uh, just you know, she was texting me and everything. I was like, "What? <laughs> oh hell!" No. And then like Lollapalooza posted official pictures like damn near an hour ago of that set too. So I was like, "Oh shit, this shit is a uh, solidified. This is crazy." 
Yeah, and this is only day one. Who knows where the internet might take this shit? Yeah, she got. Hopefully, uh, get her um, dance shit off the ground. For real, I'm like, <laughs> she's teaching classes already. This is gonna take this shit even higher. She got on stage um, before the baby did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. They took him off the the lineup. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was supposed to perform today, but they snatched his ass out of there. They said, "Hey, Lala stands for better shit than you." So. You're out of here. Young Thug is taking your time slot and blah, blah, blah. So Damn. She touched, okay. she touched down before before Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hell, That's yeah. Crazy. But uh, what's been up in your your world, man? What's going on? Um, I don't know. My week has been pretty uneventful, too. Um, yeah, just getting through it. Had a lot of long-ass work days. Mm-hmm outside the house um but i also been working more virtually from home and i realized i've been working from home by myself but i've been doing more zoom calls and i do feel bad for niggas who have to get on zoom eight hours out of the day that shit is ass i can't i've only done like six hours and then like an intermittent 30 minutes and i'm like this is fucking draining Mm -hmm. um and and i i just found myself being like i want to go home but I'm in my office. Like, <laughs> how, how chock full of meetings are those situations? Like those extended Zoom is like all meetings, mostly meetings, or like so working. So what I'm doing is because I know your I'm, profession is different than like I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know my one friend is a consultant, and she just like like I text her and she's like, "Sorry, I was in a thing." Um, that sounds nonstop. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, but for me, I was preparing for a virtual conference. Mm-hmm. So, like, one day I've done meetings from, like, 9 to, like, 6.30. And the meetings range. They were every hour, and they range anywhere from, like, 10 minutes to, like, the full hour. Mm-hmm. But it was a cool because one of them got, like, canceled. And so, like, I'm like, all right, that was 20 minutes. I'm going to hop back on Last of Us 2. And then... <laughs> But I had to, like, it was, like, business professional, so, like, I got, like, sweatpants yeah. and, then, like, a suit jacket. A blazer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, taking it oh, off. And then I'm, like, getting on, like, oh, shit, where's my jacket at? <laughs> but I was getting tired, and I had to run a uh, quick trip and get some coffee. So, I was, like, I was, like, oh, shit, I look nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, a blazer, a hoodie, some sweats, dress shoes, <laughs> just looking crazy. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, outside of that, it's pretty pretty standard week, and then you know, getting into music. Um, I didn't take in a lot, but I feel like we got some um, some good stuff. Uh, going off of the, the 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 music festival vibe, I don't know if I spoke on this last week, but um, Coyle Ray, man, she just keeps getting it. <laughs> like poor her. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. it last week, but I saw her on the notes, so I was gonna let you rock with that one. <laughs> no, it's it. not. It's not extensive. I just feel bad for yeah. her. Like you know, I like her little couple of songs. She's not like in my top anything, but man, as a person who's performed and felt like the crowd wasn't feeling it, and fortunately they were feeling it at the end. They were just entranced. I know what it's like to feel like I don't think they like I'm giving it and I'm not getting a response. This is but like I got her the response third, at the end. This is like her yeah. third week back to back to back though, getting, you know, exposed with the crowd that's just like 
And I feel like it's just building now. I feel like now it's like, let's go shit on Coyle Ray. Yeah. Um, I, I share the same sentiment, though. It's like, all right, you got a catchy thing on a couple songs, but I also probably would be in the crowd just kind of meh about most of your work, too. But we just keep seeing this shit every week, and it's like, damn. At a certain point, it ain't even funny no more. It's like, ooh. Because, yeah, I wouldn't even want to get on stage myself. <laughs> like, here we go. Um, and then I guess going off of Lala again, I seen Tyler's uh, performance, mm. and I want to know who has him in a tizzy. Like, who is this chick? Oh yeah, I've been curious too since the album dropped. I was like, man, she definitely got him just feeling away. <laughs> Cause he goes into the second verse and he's like, true story. So I'm thinking he's gonna come with a new verse, but he spits the verse about falling in love and. She chose the nigga, and I hope she thinking about me when they fucking. And I'm like, oh, she really. So I'm like, <laughs> I think everything about these music videos and performances are like subliminals. Like maybe they did some shit on a boat, and that's why he had the boat in a music video. And now he got a boat mm. on stage. I'm like, this nigga's sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, not him bringing up the memories through the stage, the the effects and everything. Oh my gosh. Um, but, uh, one of the things I did listen to mm-hmm. was, uh, KMD. I don't know if you're familiar with KMD. It's I don't think the, so. Uh, it's the group that MF Doom and his brother was first in. Mm. Um, and I listened to it because MF Doom in New York, Long Beach, New York, mm-hmm. uh, they named the street after him and it's okay. KMD MF Doom way. And so oh, I, was like, I saw that street sign today on Twitter for whatever reason. Yeah, so I was like, hmm. you know, I've seen him in, in this, you know, duo in New York every time I do, like, a deep dive. And I'm like, I need to listen to this shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I went in there with an open mind, and it, it sounds nothing like, you know, the doom we know. But I like it because it, it has that, like, vintage hip-hop era. Um, and so the one song from the project is uh, What a Nigga Know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you hear it, so I'll play a little bit of that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 classic '90s, you know, type shit. Uh, um, where can I find this? It's on Spotify. Okay. Okay. Yep. Just uh, look up KMD. I think they had two projects on there, and then one was the extended with like the instrumentals and shit like that. So yeah, I'm feeling that. That was cool. Um, <clears throat> and then. <laughs> 
of a sudden we have a, a guest on the Yeah, on the, but I seen it in the bottom lower screen and I don't know why I thought it was my screen. So I was like, what the fuck is in behind me? <laughs> so oh, it hey, freaked buddy. me out. Uh, all, right. all right. Um and then what else did I listened to? Oh, so uh Akeem Ali mm-hmm. dropped a two a six pack. And so that was pretty good. Um Cause I was I was just thinking about him and I'm like you know he did the little pimp shit I wonder oh yeah you played some for us a while back huh yeah I was like I wonder how long he's gonna stay in this bag because I went further back and he had some uh, stuff and um, the project is called Mac in the Day starry Kimi uh, Kimi Casanova he has so my like attention a... <laughs> yeah and so uh, the song I'm gonna play a little bit of. It's called Player to Player featuring uh, Fleetwood Fred. I feel like I've seen his name here and there. Um, but it's, you know, what you would expect. So I'll get into that. Player to player. When you a real man, sometimes you run into other Max, real pros who know the game just as good as you they know all too well about the business of being a player. See, you got to impress the hoe before you undress the hoe. Be professional, but keep her extra close. She can stretch the dough that you're bringing in. Just get your broccoli, stack your vegetables, and before you know it, she's sniffing cocaine from Mexico. Help your fingernails. If it get hectic, though, I don't gas him up. I ain't Texaco. Nike send me checks in the mail every time that I check a hoe. I kick a bitch to the curb and tell my other hoes they're next to go so they don't feel so special. You dig what I'm saying? This pimping is an artistry. Pardon me. What you ought to be is slanging rap like Megan and Cardi B. Listen, I got more swing than a playground. These hoes is a mess. Bitch, I ain't falling. I could never be a pimp in distress. Now all this macking I've been dealing in got me stacking my dividends. A pocket full of change. I gave 50 cent out to many men. I slam my doors. My cat like clean as Jehovah Witness pussy. Selling moose knuckles and camel toes. All my bitches pushing. Pop the product because it's going to sell in any season. And my bitches don't take a day off of work for any reason. Yeah, man. So that's pretty tough. It's, <laughs> it's oh, right yeah. in tune, and I, and I feel like this is his ode to that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I fi- because his name is Akeem Ali, and he got the whole Kimmy Casanova persona, so it's like he can dip back into it whenever he wants. Yeah, but I, I think eventually he's gonna uh, venture away from that. So um, yeah, I was gonna say it sounded <clears> very <throat> much like yeah, it feels like a character not in a bad way but it's yeah. like you can kind of feel yeah mm-hmm. so um yeah and i accidentally looked him up as kenny casanova and it was not him and i was like i kind of could have i listen i got halfway through the project before i realized it wasn't him i was like dang i really could have used like one more snippet of that sound <laughs> mm-hmm. and it being a six-pack i'm like okay yeah this nigga's about to move on so yeah that's yeah. cool though there's nothing wrong with just like letting some yeah live in a space and and moving um, on. Uh, anything you listen to? Yeah, uh, the long-awaited "The House Is Burning" album mm-hmm. from Isaiah Rashad came out, and 
I share the same sentiments as a lot of friends. Like even before we heard it, it's like, man, I'm going to at least two of these tour dates. I can't wait. <laughs> like he's he's quietly one of my favorite uh, rappers, and like he just knows how to. I don't know. He knows how to say some sad, sad shit in a cool way. Uh, he's poetic with painting the picture of certain situations, and he also knows how to pop shit in a cool way that's not like. Like, you know, in your face, like the Mac in the day, like Mac in the day is very like yeah. in your face. But Isaiah's like the laid back, but still saying the same thing. So uh, that's something I've always enjoyed. And um, kind of like the project we were talking about last week, no features were wasted on here. Uh, no. Oh, I like IDK's project. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no features were wasted. It felt balanced. Uh, and something that, I mean, even though he hasn't been in the game forever i think he really did a good job of doing what he's known for and not feeling like he was chasing it because i feel mm-hmm. like some artists is like all right this is what kind of sounds i used to do i bet i can still kick it off and it's like eh, you're reaching or like it's not hitting how it used to but this is like he captured what i like from him whether it was like the upbeat songs or the slower let me get scissor to sing a little bit songs like they all still did the things that we love from the beginning so yeah this is going to get a lot of spins and i think there's going to be a lot of quotes that i catch later and all that and, so and i think he I, makes good uh, anthems like i think everything that he writes is like you want to repeat this shit or use it as a yeah. caption or like you just want to mm-hmm. say it like he says catchy shit all the time and i'm gonna keep catching it going forward as i keep listening to it so yeah i really enjoyed it yeah so I don't think I listened to an Isaiah Rashad project before this. I've listened to a lot of songs. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know why or how. Uh, actually, you know, he's the one with, he got the, where the dude's jumping over the car. That's like a cartoon. Is that Isaiah Rashad? Mm, you talking about the album art for something? Yeah. Uh, yep. The Sun's Tirade from 2016. Okay, no, yeah, I have yeah. to listen to that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, maybe I haven't done done it back and forth uh like i feel like i should because i've never heard anything that i didn't like um but i was pleasantly surprised listening to this shit um and then like you said no features were wasted uh but he held his own when he was on here by himself too so um i feel like we're in a time of people making like just really good cohesive albums again Mm -hmm. um i think if you because it's 2021 I think if you go back to Good Kid, Mad City, where like that started to like happen instead of like a good collection of songs, yeah, um, yeah, I feel like it's more of a theme these days. And this was just kind of like a culmination of like of all the good projects of this year. So, um, anything you want to get to off rip and let the people get a taste of? Yeah, I would say as far as like the more upbeat stuff from the Garden track two. Definitely speaks mm-hmm. to how everything sounds and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll play that. K 
came out busting, came out puffing, came out fucking on your cousin. I do all these bruises, bruises, then they daddy, but you love her, you in trouble. I'm the sunny, I'm gon' rob her, you a satin, that's your busy, it ain't shit. I went shopping, left it running, check my honeys, check my onion. We watch cable and my auntie, cause my papa wasn't trapping, but my uncle fucked up satin. Man, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so fly. And it's nice to see that little Uzi is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, TikTok better get a music video. Yes. This TikTok was definitely uh, trying to end this nigga by j- the end of July <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, In 2021, July 31st, Lil Uzi. No, stop. Yeah, that was so <laughs> weird. What was that about? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Everybody want to have a, a, a theory. <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what I was going to say. So, I don't feel like that's his normal cadence. Like, I don't feel like... I, I can't remember him sounding like that on the song. Isaiah. Uzi, Uzi or Isaiah? Oh. Uh, Isaiah. He, he, has a, he has a couple songs where he kind of gets okay. into that. And see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not as well versed in his music, so... Like, I expect uh, the more soulful tracks. On the last project, Happy Birthday. Or... Oh, no. It's called B-Day. Because this album has a happy birthday to you but the last one has one called b-day and he kind of gets into a similar cadence and it's one of my favorite songs of his that's why i was like able to yeah think of it real quick but yeah he he's he's done that okay but i'm, but I'm glad it's here while because it, i noticed a lot of conversation on twitter of like you know i never really listened to him but hold on this shit kind of see i'm glad yeah. he popped that shit early like two songs in like yeah, yeah let, me, <laughs> let me give something for everybody a soulful big crit sound and he gets into that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, the, yeah. The organization of the tracks was smart. That was definitely the song I was thinking of off top. I feel like I also like 9-3 Freestyle. I was going to say my other two favorites that are slower. Well, actually, I had a lot. But, yeah, I think track 14, Score, and then track 16, Happy Birthday to You, are probably going to be my favorites as things go on. I just got to get more lyrics in my head. But I was like, yeah, these are, he's, he's saying something here. I just haven't caught it yet. <laughs> There's like a story being finished right there, but. No, I'm going to play this happy birthday track. And this also speaks well to him more than even the other song, honestly. Yeah, I hope it all makes sense to ball like this, the larger dress. Ain't nothing stopping me but parking fees. Many hands settle down if you don't. Never get yourself straight. Who the fuck is you gon' help me? I pray for many Thanksgivings. I pray the Tifa don't cook. You know her mama put chicken in their greens. That's that shit I never seen before. Bucket list, scratching off some shit you never dreamed before. Sparkle up your pinky toe. Hey baby, I have no read to stay, baby. My dream too big for this city. And Myrtle Beach ain't vacation. I can't go far as Nevada. See, I only see Vegas. If not, these niggas bet your senses betray ya. I need a day of 
chatting on my cellular phone. I'm on speed dial. I'm your favorite problem, your beach. Smoke the meanwhile. Wait and got my tolerance deep. With that Stephen Kirk arm reach. Yeah, oh, man, I feel man. like I feel like if we don't get another good album this year, we had plenty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's been back to back to back fire. Yeah, I feel like if we don't get anything else fire, we've had plenty. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still I don't feel like I gave Vince Stable his uh, correct amount of listens yet. Um, the good thing is that it's a 21 minute project. So whenever you do get to <laughs> it, you're going to burn through it, but you're going to enjoy it. I think that's the beauty of it being short. And uh, I know you sent me a video, too, where he was being interviewed and explaining his process. Uh, Vince, yes. that mm-hmm. was awesome. I need to watch the whole interview. Uh, how you're saying he yeah, yeah, yeah. made the tracks with the, you know, the hope that the tracks would get matched to movie soundtracks and get used in media. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you did that with the hopes that it would be used for soundtracks, but it still sounds just authentic and... Like, you, you know, had something to say. It didn't feel like, I mean, no disrespect to Kenny, but, like, you can feel that song he did for uh, League of Legends was game, yeah. a video game-ass song. But Vince's shit was like, I would use that shit in a movie, too, but it's not, like, <laughs> in a cheesy way. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that was really dope. And mm-hmm. it makes sense, though, because, like, I was hearing his music a lot. Like Yeah, uh, no, I remember that, too, and I always liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just always on TV somewhere, and I'm wonder- I always want to know. Well, I want to know now uh, what songs Call of Duty and who else was the Army didn't use for yeah. their. <laughs> but it, it it probably was back back anyway. That sounds yeah. like the song you would put in a Call of Duty commercial um, mm-hmm. or in an Army recruitment thing. But yeah, hey, get that bag, man. Cause like I'm sure he's I'm sure he's <laughs> somewhere down the line been on some fuck the troops shit, but I <laughs> shit <laughs> gotta get that <laughs> go Look, go yeah, army. Might have been what uh, did him in is the fucking tweet. Go army. <laughs> yeah, they probably like oh wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some other conversation. Oh okay, uh, I didn't put it in the notes, but uh, somebody had tweeted it just before we got on. About who would win in a versus Maroon Five or uh, Coldplay, and I was like, it would, mm. it would be a wash. Like Maroon Five would win very handily. Like I'm a fan of Coldplay. Like I know all their, sh- but if I was the DJ for this versus, I would get, I would get washed. Like <laughs> they could literally play songs from uh, what, how, some, uh, something I wrote about Jane, whatever songs I wrote mm-hmm. for Jane. They could probably just get off on that album alone. Like it feels like a, I don't know. A ten song verses, I feel like Coldplay just get washed. Does it just have too many songs that are just sad as fuck? Like that's what I, I think that would yeah. do Coldplay in is that they got the they bring you down. And then even like she will be loved. Shit, if you go on sad song to sad song, I can't think. I, I don't know. Like that'd be tough. 
because you got uh, Fix You versus She Will Be Loved. It's probably like the closest sad head-to-head Coldplay could come out of there live. But yeah, I don't. I just found it interesting. Wait, you think Maroon Five gets sadder than Coldplay? No. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. And that's why they'll win. They got more shit you can just like bop you know, to. Yeah. Bop to. But Coldplay is like, yeah, nah, it's too sad. They're only just now getting into their, like, yeah, they're just now getting into their, like, hey, we can smile sometimes, too, back. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just found it an interesting uh, conversation. I was like, I see what you're doing there, but you might have to do Panic versus Maroon 5, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I see you with Maroon, though. Yeah, it just, yeah. Hmm. It's almost too easy. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I had other random conversational, but I can't remember what it might have been. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Anything else highlight your week as far as uh, music goes? Um, not really. Like I said, it was a pretty slow week for me music-wise. Um, check my likes, make sure I didn't like nothing crazy. Yeah, uh, I was satisfied. This album was what I was for real, for real waiting for. Um, yeah nope I hope some videos sneak out about um because Kenny Mason in Paris Texas had an after show yes okay Friday I didn't want to talk about in Chicago that. yeah I, I knew there was that, something I was like that shit man uh I would have flew there just for that honestly that yeah it probably was a great show and then I sent you a video actually somebody like sketched Kenny mm-hmm. and brought it to Lala and gave it to him or something I was like, damn, mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. <laughs> the, the sketch was cool. Like, the odds of you keeping this balled-up piece of paper on you <laughs> in Chicago with thousands of people around you and somehow finessing your way to him. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a feel-good story right there. Yeah, um, I, I hope they made some music. I know, you know, the music festival scene. And then it's their, like, first big shows. It probably was crazy and they didn't have time. But I hope they get in the booth together, man, because uh, I was tweeting at them like, hey, I would really love y'all to do something. I would really love y'all to do something. And then I was on Instagram and I seen him at Paris, Texas. And I'm like, oh, they probably talked during Dog, if he <laughs> got Man, if he got Freddie Gibbs in the booth and all these other people for the project, like. And then uh, my girl was saying, like, most of the people she saw played a song or two that was brand spanking new. So I, I imagine those guys, there's got to be something in the works. Yeah. Maybe they was at the booth with Kanye Mercedes Benz. In the, in the basement, going yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Is there anything inspiring about this damn Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Why is he locked in there? <laughs> Why there specifically? Uh, I think it's just spacious. I think he was there, and it's spacious, and it's a lot of niggas in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that would have to be it. I mean, what is it, August? Ain't no basketball games. I don't think there's no soccer games. I think he just can fit a lot of people in there and transform it. And there's a lot of rappers here. Like, Rick Ross is here. I think Moneybag Yo is here. Like, Mm. it's just a lot of artists that live in Atlanta, too. So, it's yeah. Yeah, my brother sent me the, uh, (laughs) sent me a link to the album leak. And it was like right before bed. So I was like, if I don't listen to this now, YouTube is going to pull this shit down. And I was right. Because I listened to it before bed, like just half asleep. 
to 5 a.m. and then I woke up, the shit was gone. Somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody's getting a, a knock on their door. But <laughs> did it sound good? It, yeah, I think it was actually the tracks because I heard like the Jay Z song at the end, the No Child Left Behind right before that. There was a uh, Playboy Cardi song. Like it, it sounded like whatever you heard at the stadium. Because <laughs> um, I, I know there was a stream and people probably just. Yeah, it might. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's probably what it was, but the audio was pretty good, especially yeah, if you just playing it off YouTube. Like it sounded fine, and yeah. uh, I can tell there's there's some songs I might play later, but it I can tell it was unfinished. You know, yeah. Like there are a few things here and there that were needing filled in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Kanye I did like the uh, <laughs> the guitars, and then talking about. What do you say? To be honest, we're all liars. Guess I'm going to jail tonight. But like on that last song, that shit was kind of tight. So we'll see. Yeah. But uh, if there's nothing else. Uh yeah, I'm I'm ready to move on. Go ahead and play me in. Let's go. All right, yeah, rapid man. rapid fire question before we okay. get into shows. Uh <laughs> red pill or blue pill? And the red pill is you get uh Sasuke's abilities, like grown mm-hmm. Sasuke. Blue okay. pill is uh you get Gojo's abilities from uh Jujutsu. Gojo. The first comment I saw said that, and then somebody was arguing that, shit, are you sure? <laughs> and uh, with I guess with my current knowledge, I'm low-key leaning towards Sasuke. I don't know. I'm sure somebody probably read the manga or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, I'm that's sure what his it... ability is linked to his lifespan or some bullshit like that. And he, like, yeah, he can control the, the cells in the fucking air. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. but this nigga's gonna die next week, so... <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm leaning towards Sasuke. Like, something about the Susano and uh, Sharingan just, yeah, need that. And he's got the, what, that Six Paths purple eye shit now, too. So, yeah. Like, I'm not even on Boruto, but I've seen enough pictures. I'm like, yeah, nah. Sasuke got some weird shit going on. I need that. <laughs> like, mm. 
But Gojo needed to have an entire, like, they plotted against him. Like, that whole escape mission. They're like, yeah. all right, if we have Gojo, focus on that. And we make an anti-Gojo barrier. Just maybe we can stand a chance. And that was 10 people feeling that way. So, yeah. yeah he, he, he might also have some tricks up his sleeve we don't know about, too. So, but yeah, I'm leaning towards Sasuke. But that I just saw another tweet. And I see a lot of uh, debate going on. So, I was like, hmm. We can keep it simple and yeah. probably won't agree, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, have you seen the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie? I guess I didn't watch the trailer. Movie. I think I like saw the date, but I didn't watch the the trailer. Was the trailer good? No, it was literally like it was a just like a, a f- okay. It was a minute long, and then that minute, nothing happened but like a long ass pan. So okay. Uh, Dang, I need to do my research then. I'm curious if it's like an in-between story that pushes the story, <laughs> but mm-hmm. or if it's one of those side one things. Else. Like, yeah. all three of My Hero's movies have been just some shit. <laughs> like, I think it's going to be a side thing based on nothing excuse me. more than it looked like he was going in like the... Maybe I'm mixing my shows up, but it looks like, um, you know what the fuck it looks like? It looked like in a, in the Demon Slayer movie when it was going in a dream shit. Mm. And yeah, that's like, that's like almost exactly what it looks like. Hmm. It was weird though. I mean, it was nothing to really pull from. Okay. Um, it didn't excite me, but I'm sh- I mean, it's December. And this is August 1st, so it's like, we should be getting a real trailer any minute now. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably tune in. Yeah, I would too. Um, I, I like that world and those characters, so yeah. I'll, I'll take whatever content I can get, I guess. And maybe by then, I'll be hungry for another theater experience. Because it seems like everything that's out, I could probably just watch on HBO Max. And I'm not even sure what theaters by me are open. Because uh, the one that I wanted to go back to... Um, it was one of those you can get dinner type places mm-hmm. and they got the comfiest seats and all that and they're closed and they weren't even super exp- I wouldn't even say expensive at all like they were fairly priced they just had food and reclined seats but their clothes was I just found out so I'm like Damn. I guess I can go to a regular old theater which I mean there's nothing wrong with that but I want to have that I wanted to have experience, that full experience yeah. now that I'm yeah but we'll see Cause like Black Widow, I'm like I'm slightly interested, but I don't know about dropping thirty just to watch it by myself at the house. But yeah, hmm. yeah. Um. So what all did you watch this week? Uh, it was relatively light but impactful. Like I watched mm-hmm. Magi a little bit, um, and then a hell of a lot of To Your Eternity. I think I have like two episodes to be caught up, which is funny because. I forget how many shows I watch are like already done or that we watch or like shit that's already like finished or like they're only 15 episodes, but this one is in a current show. And I was like, Oh yeah. Current shows that, exist. Yeah. At, at one point <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just be caught up. Like at one point this, <laughs> this show just dropped. Um, so yeah, I'm two episodes away from being caught up. I don't know what day they drop, but I need more. Uh, it's been great. What do you, what have you been watching though? Uh, not a lot. On honestly, I watched some of those Olympic anime, uh, and I think that was it. Could you explain more what those are? They like one-offs? Is it a existing show? Like, what is it? I didn't really. It's it's 
I think they're like scattered around. Mm. But the Olympic YouTube has a five episode series and they're all like really short. Mm. Uh, and that is pretty childish. But it was interesting because it was based in like fact. So like basically mm. there's this girl who runs track and she like is like, uh, I don't know if I want to keep running track. You know, I might give up. And then this nigga transports her and then he's like, hey, let me tell you about the Olympics and track. And uh, they talked about Leonidas, who mm. I didn't know was a real person. Um, could have yeah, fooled me, man. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was I, a fictional character. Um, yeah. But you know me. I'm like, eh, this seems real enough. And so I guess Leonidas was like whooping niggas ass in the Olympics for like 20 years. So um, he did wrestling and he was like 40 something. And that was like the first time he lost. And like niggas like was like pumping him up like yo you was really killing that shit, and then uh, there was another episode where I think she decided that she was going to continue to do track, and like she had met all these like Olympic warriors or whatever. And she's like, man, I hate that there's no women in the Olympics. Like this sucks. Mm-hmm. And then he transports her, and she's like, nigga, stop doing this shit. And he's like, I'm gonna teach you about uh, what the fuck was her name, uh, Cynthia. And it was like this rich Spartan princess. And she was also pissed that there was no women at Olympics. And so since women couldn't compete, the way she found a way to compete was a uh, chariot racing. Mm. Because the man is actually competing, but her horse and stuff won. Mm. So she was like the first woman to actually win and, and compete in the Olympics. Through and the horse? Like, the horse and a person. Because the person has to, you know. Like a job. Oh, I, I thought, yeah. okay, you made it sound like, okay. Wait, so how was she able to enter it? Just because she, like, had a helmet and they didn't see it was a woman? She sponsored or? it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I found, she basically found a horse and somebody to ride the horse, but they don't necessarily win and get crowned. So she got crowned because she had the horse, whatever. Makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, and so, like, I was like, that sounds real. And then, sure enough, Google was like, Oh, you mean the chick who won the Olympics? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's like these anime about the Olympics, about like real shit. And basically all around this girl who's trying to be an athlete. Um, yeah, they're short and sweet. And then I don't know if y'all follow my uh, Instagram. I posted the Taco Bell anime. Mm. Um, and that was because of the Olympics is in Japan and shit. So or it really was a commercial, but anime style. So, um. I have yet to see all the manga characters that they created, but I was going to put those on social media once I found them. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, stuff like that. So it takes a little bit more digging to find and like engage with. But yeah, that's what I've been. Yeah. Where did you find the, the Olympic content? They said that was YouTube. Yeah. If you type in, uh, it's called uh, heroes and then Olympics and then anime. If you type that in, it'll come up, but it's on the Olympic YouTube. So like, now I know damn well they better do a uh, Jesse Owens one. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you go on their YouTube page, you're going to see a bunch of niggas like doing weightlifting and shot putting and shit. But if you find the one anime, it's its own little playlist. And then Kurt Angle won gold with his neck broken. Like, they better uh, get in there. <laughs> they really better tell some stories. Yeah, no, nah, they would seem like they would stand to the, the yeah, I know. Olympian. But, yeah. Nah, you bring up a good point, though. There, um, there's, there's some 
great stories and if they just put them in that art style yeah that could be a hard series mm-hmm. um but yeah that was the bulk of my shit um what about you uh yeah to your eternity kind of wrapped up my whole week even though i did watch some magi it really they still haven't got on to whatever's really really next like it definitely mm-hmm. feels like they're they're still kind of getting in content that I'm more interested in, which is like the political side of everything, because mm-hmm. it seems like uh, they're trying to overthrow the monarchy. And I'm like, OK, I'm like this show is really for 12 year olds. Like it's a bunch of people turning into lions, tigers and bears and still got their armor on. And everyone's name is Ahmed and uh, Ali Baba and all this shit. But they're all white people and with purple hair and just. Like, Morziana looks exactly like this other girl that's not from the same country. And, like, y'all couldn't put one person who's, like, brown in here? Like, two important girls look exactly the same and are not anywhere near each other or like each other. Like, they're just, like, yeah. I was getting irritated with, like, the character designs and shit. And it's childish at times. But once they got into, who needs a monarchy? Let's have democracy. I was like, oh, democracy? Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, wow, they, they really probably not fucking with that like all they know is this monarchy shit this is gonna get real interesting so hmm. uh yeah so they're kind of getting into that those conversations and i was like this i find interesting like you got a princess pulling up talking about some all right where's the where's the prince at i'm trying to marry him so our countries can uh, be at peace and then she seen him was like Ugh, i gotta marry that but i guess just so we don't gotta go to war but they didn't end up getting married and da, 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 da. so i'm like yes this is i'm here for this which is weird for an action-based show that i'm more interested in that because, yeah, the, the fights and everything else is, it's starting to lose my attention a little bit. Like, it's not that entertaining to where I'm in, but the political yeah. stuff and Sinbad talking about, all right, we'll be back in a week and we're going to sort some shit out and uh, get these kingdoms at peace. And y'all will be better off trading with us than you will be going to war with us in the long run. And da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, this is interesting as fuck. Because um, I was kind of wanting that to be where slime was headed but i mean i haven't watched it in a couple of weeks but slime was heading more towards a war and it seemed like uh, um this show is heading slightly political now that the first couple of fights are over so i was like all right mm-hmm. they they might have something building here but we'll see but yeah like i was saying the real uh highlights of this week was to your eternity they uh first off they don't give a fuck about your feelings we're gonna start there they do not care like yeah they almost uh they almost had me crying man it uh they really make you care about people with only giving you a couple episodes of getting to know them uh i can put it that way like and even though i explained the concept of the orb becoming the wolf becoming the boy being the boy and everybody he gets close to or like experiences in an important way if they die he's able to like keep them in his memory bank i'll say yeah Yeah, and he can become them it's like even knowing that i didn't expect certain people he gets close with to be part of the people he's able to become and it just yeah it just gets to a point where it's like fucking heartbreaking what episode are you on 14 okay and there's 15 available but it's just like you get to know some characters and they have a time skip. And so, you know, he's been cool with some people for years and 
like the early on he because i thought the boy was gonna be the only only human he absorbs you know but that ended up not being the case um yeah so it's just like he only knew the boy as a wolf for a couple episodes and it's like he's you know dying over and over and over because he doesn't know how to be a human or like he just he's pissing on himself all this stuff but then as you get further on he learns how to speak he understands he can make full sentences and he just gets life a little bit and he still asks questions like you know what's love like what's this what's that and yeah uh he also has the ability to like sense people's emotions the good and bad Mm. so for example he like when he lives at the village he's at he requested his friend uh his friend's name was gugu he like asked gugu to like always gut and skin fish because he can like feel the fish in pain and sad about getting like you know, caught cutting them, up. Yeah. cutting them up, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I can't touch animals." He he would still eat food. He's not a vegetarian or nothing. Like he still eats everything, but he's like, "Hey, I can't be skinning shit because they are miserable." Um, and then when people like uh, like Gugu and this girl, he likes whenever he talk, he can feel like the their heartbeats and how in love they are, but they don't say it to each other and all that kind of stuff. And so he feels good emotions. He feels bad of every living thing, whatever. But yeah, man, like. The show don't care about your feelings. And I think what it also does well is every episode feels epic. Like the mm-hmm. music is strong. The first, I don't know, 12 minutes is like establishing the theme of the episode. And then like the last couple of minutes, they like push you off a cliff and break your heart. They just fuck with you or like set up the next crate. Like every episode is impactful. And even the episodes that felt like they were just like Throw at peace or a filler or something. Yeah. I was still on edge, so I'm like, all right, they're too happy right now. Like, <laughs> I feel like that gonna, makes for a great show. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're going to snatch this happiness from me, aren't they? And they snatch <laughs> it every time. Oh, but it's damn. like, can you imagine if, like, it's like if you're, like, a pet you had as a kid dies, and since you're so close to it, you can become the, the pet, you know? And it's just like, that's awful. Like, you would not want that. Like, even if, like, the pet's abilities could help you do something later on, you don't want to be the pet that you can no longer talk to and have yeah. its voice and mannerisms. So, yeah, so, like, uh, oh, he ends up being named Fushi, which I think means immortal because somebody, <laughs> like, laughed at him. Your name's Fushi. Like, wow, that's really on the nose. Um, so, yeah, Fushi, he absorbs some people along the way. I'm not going to spoil nothing. But, like, yeah. And it just, yeah, I think around episode 13 is when it really starts to hit you that, like, now that Fushi has feelings the fact that he's absorbing people that he's known for a while, like that shit hurts. Like I couldn't imagine like, mm. like, yeah, while the powers or abilities of this person or thing are useful. Now he can no longer talk to this. Per- like all he has is the memories, which is useful in a, like a fighting sense, but mm, this shit sucks. What are you going to say? I was going to say, so did all the emotions hit him at once or was it a gradual build up? The feeling of grief, the, the first time he experienced it was the most recent person he had to absorb. That's when he like realized, oh shit. Cause he, cause there was a, okay. So he realized in order to like not lose friends and people he cares about, he can't live in that village because uh, there's these enemies called the knockers and they know what Fushi is and they want to take him and control him 
since he's immortal, they want to, like, snatch his abilities, whatever. So they were tearing up the city. And, like, you know, he's like, I can't live here with these people, these monsters constantly trying to get me and people are going to die because I'm around. So I got to, I got to dip. And so this old lady that uh, was where he was living, she decided to go with him on the adventure. And he's like, hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to cry anymore. I don't like that. Like, I don't want to cry. Like, it's so please go back to the village. I can't, I can't do this. Um, So yeah, like, I guess I would say it was gradual, but this was the first time he felt this type of grief because he, he absorbed the boy. He's like, hmm, okay. Like he absorbed the next person. Oh, damn. She was cool, but whatever. But like once he got to the, like the third human that's part of him, he was just a mess. And it's just like, damn, that shit hurt. Like, yeah. yeah so how this old show, is he right now? Ooh. Approximately. Oh, yeah. So there was like a four year gap of him like not having to fight or absorb more people. So like he started to get facial hair, like he started to grow up because he didn't have to transform for a while. So he is, uh, what's thirteen plus four? So I think he's like seventeen now. Yeah, hmm. something like that. But nah, man, this show every episode tugs at your heartstrings, and the intro is fucking fire. Uh, the music in the episodes is good. The dub was excellent because when he um. Because I'm at the sub now. They, they're not all the way caught up. But uh, in the dub, when Fushi was still learning how to like speak, mm-hmm. the voice actor did a very good job of being like, I, or he would be like, it hurts, it hurts. Like when uh, they were trying to like experiment on him because people were starting to figure out what he was, like this immortal thing that turns into a wolf and then a kid and then a bear. And they're like, huh, can we kill it? And then they kept trying to kill him. And then um, he saw another human in this, like, jail he was in that was like, ah, that shit hurt or something like that. And so he realized, oh, that's how you keep, that's how you say you're in pain? Because he kept feeling pain. He didn't know what it was or how to express it. He's like, it hurts. It hurt. And so, like, the the dub, like, you can feel, like, the stuttering and, the, like, someone who's, like, the body of a teenager but, like, the mind of, like, a, you know, two-year-old because he don't know anything. But then as he grows up and, like, the time skip happens, he starts making sentences and they sound just normal. And I was like, yeah. But in the sub, I can't really tell, tell. that he's confused. He just sounds normal. Yeah, it's like, I don't. So I might go reference. back and watch. I want to go back and watch some of the earlier subs when he really didn't know what the hell was going on and see how the voice actor handled those early scenes, like the stuttering mm-hmm. and stuff. Because whenever he's in animal form, dub or sub, you can tell. But when he's in human form, the dub did a really good job. That voice actor did a really good job of like, I don't know how to say everything y'all are saying, but I'm going to try. But yeah. But this this show is easily going to climb up like in my top 10, 15, somewhere. This is it's such a good show. Oh, man. I might have to uh, check this out this week. Yeah. I I was like, I know I was watching something. I was watching Attack on Titan this week. That's why my shit is so low. Mm. Um, Because I wanted to rewatch season four dubbed and I think it should be out um i think so it's been a minute so Mm. i'm hoping it's done but i also just wanted to rewatch it um because to your point i just feel like some shit i missed because of it being subbed um there's there's a excuse me there's a prequel manga that i think people are starting to get into for attack on titan just talking about the stuff that was happening before but i think from a woman's perspective or several women like it's like yeah there's some attack on titan story that's about women before 
the Aaron story. Something like that is out somewhere. I'm gonna try to link you. I don't know. I'm. I would definitely read it if it's not spoiling. Yeah, I don't know. But they said they said prequel though. So like it's it shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it could. Yeah, it it, (laughs) it could. Yeah. Uh, And then I feel like in this show particularly because. You know, there's a lot of assumptions made off of the history of Titans and families. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, this shit sounds good. I love the animation. I actually started watching the episode and then I had to stop because I had to like, mm. go somewhere. Um, and I don't know if y'all have like Chromecast, but if you got the app for Crunchyroll, it'll just cast to the TV. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Like I cast it to the TV in my bedroom instead of having mm-hmm. to log into Crunchyroll on there and stuff. Uh, but I would also suggest the show to anybody that may be on the fence or whatever. If you like Kingdom Hearts, I feel like you will love this show. There's like a, it does the whole like, because Fushi like loses memories and gains them. And he's like doing the whole dramatic like, oh, I forget this person, but I know there's a person somewhere in there. I need my memories back. Like there's that whole dramatic power of friendship, memories and there's still cool fights and like it feels yeah. very Kingdom Hearts, and I'm pretty sure the lady that sung the theme song did the intro for the show too, like because her okay. her voice yeah. is unmistakable. And the song, the intro is like an R and B sounding. And I was like, hold on, why are they snapping like this? Um, yeah, bro, it's it's fantastic. He's absorbing humans that he loves, absorbing animals that he needs. He's experiencing things. It's fire, man. I don't know what if it's isekai or not or whatever it is, but is fire and he'd be talking to and back to the kingdom hearts thing the person that like put him on earth talks to him but nobody else can see it he's like some grim reaper looking dude just be pulling Mm -hmm. up on him like you need to get stronger to defeat the knockers because they know you're immortal and i need you to i made you so you can preserve the information that the earth holds that's why you're immortal and that's why i made you and but i can't fight the knockers only you can and that and fushi's like why do I want to, why do I got to listen to you? Like, how do I know you got like anybody's best interest in mind? Like it's, yeah, it, it's getting into, into that like kingdom hearts mystery bag. And, uh, the knockers know that if they, Oh, and that's the other crazy, not crazy, but like interesting plot twist is like, if he gets killed in certain like forms that had impact on him, they can be erased and he has to like get them back. So he lost one of his people to the little knocker thing. And he, has to fight for it back and he's literally like because there's a scene where he's trying to climb a tree and he needed the form of whatever person it was that he absorbed to like climb the tree because it was just easiest on his body like, mm-hmm. he, like when he's a wolf it's not easy when he's like another human it's not easy because he's heavy and the, the old lady's like turn into the person like you've been doing this he's like who <laughs> like so yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> she's like you know the, the person you've been transforming into like three times a day do it like go up there grab that pear off the tree we're both hungry he's like what are you talking about so yeah it's it's fire bro so so is it he can't die or he can't be killed that way he's immortal but if he let's say he's like a a little girl if they like if he drowns his little girl or not not drowns if the monsters that he's fighting specifically kill the little girl he loses that girl from his memory bank or whatever and he can only transform into the other stuff he has to like snatch it back from them kind of thing. So it mm. could have, it hasn't happened at all, but it could have got to the point where he runs out of things to transform to and he's back to the orb 
and has to like work his way back up the the tree of life Hell and all nah. that. Yeah, like so so far he only got one thing snatched from him, but he still <laughs> has like this oversized polar bear and like the wolf and a couple other humans. But like he one of them got snatched up and he just doesn't even remember what it what she looks like, how to turn into her, like whatever. So yeah, they kinda get into that bag too. That's why I was like Kingdom Hearts fans will fuck with this mm-hmm. uh concept. But yeah, it's it's fire, man. It's fire. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, I actually was watching some gameplay this week. It was pretty weird looking. It's uh it's a simple gameplay style, but the third game simplified it to the point where it's like way too easy like it's not even challenging that was my biggest complaint like i might not finish the game because it's just not challenging like it's nice to look at but it's not fun yeah 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 um well, that's a good segue unless you had any more uh comments no that's a, that's that's a perfect spot this this show's gosh dang amazing i can't wait to well i'm sad that i'm about to be caught up because it might have me reading the manga real quick if i gotta wait for one episode every week, but it'll give you a chance to catch up because you got ten episodes of a dub at least before oh, it goes yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to so, yeah. So, but yeah, let's uh let's get into the games, man. I know my next two games that I'm going to purchase. Ooh, what's here? God of War and uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man 1 or Miles Morales? Miles Morales. Okay. Yeah, that shit looks fun. Oh, man. it's. I wish you could just experience Spider-Man, though, just to compare the combat. Because Miles mm-hmm. Morales' combat is insanely fun. Like Spider-Man is, is great. But being Miles... Like the combos you can you're you're gonna have a blast. Like the combos are insanely fun to do. And you just feel faster. Like they make them feel like Spider Man's a little heavier and older and fights a certain way with his gadgets, but you can feel like Miles is like the slimmer, faster and he can go invisible and Peter can't and yeah, it's oh it's crazy. You're gonna love it. Uh I mean I might get both because Spider Man is only twenty bucks. Yeah, it, it's good if you just at least experience like half of Spider-Man or a quarter of it and then jump over to Miles just to feel the combat out. Like you'll, I feel like you'll enjoy Miles just that much more. But, I mean, the story, the music, and the feeling of it is just incredible on its own. But I would say the mm-hmm. combat, just getting a feel for that would be, would be worthwhile. But then uh, God of War, I mean, it, it yeah. fucking speaks for itself from the fucking beginning, bro. <laughs> That shit, like, as soon as you get into the little, first little skirmish and like you feel the music, like they got the whole orchestral thing in the beginning, and yeah, they mm, that's a big budget game right there. <laughs> yeah, God of War is not to be messed with. That game is so fun. Um, but yeah, uh, tell me what you've been playing, or and neither are like super long and demanding. Like you're not doing the type of resource management you got to do in last of us and either of them miles is like eight hours long god of war is like eh, 20 under that so yeah you go and breeze through them probably and have fun but um what were you you saying i was asking if uh any any uh games that you played to or noticed or any game news for you this week 
Yeah, uh, I'll start with like a <laughs> a more interesting point before I get into like what I play specifically. Mm-hmm. I ordered a, uh, a emulator handheld device mm-hmm. that lets you play a Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, Nintendo sixty four, PSP, like a bunch of random systems all in one little handheld. It's called the Retroid Pocket 2. I ordered that. It'll be here tomorrow. Uh, I'm kind of hyped because it really might end up just being a Pokemon machine where I play the older Pokemon games uh, and then maybe some old PSP stuff, uh, Metal Gear Solid, something. But I'm hyped. It was like 80 bucks. uh, And you can kind of customize the interface and play a bunch of old shit. And I've been playing Pokemon on my laptop a little bit, but I would like to play some of the older stuff just in the bed. And I don't want to take my laptop there. So looking forward to ordering that. I'll let y'all know how it feels and runs and how easy it is to navigate. Because a friend has one and he says it's a Pokemon machine for him. And it runs smooth and it has a USB-C charging port and all that. So I was like, 80 bucks to play old ass games? (laughs) Uh, You got me. And I think it's filling the void of me wanting a PS5 already. Uh, So I think it's just a slight distraction before I can actually make that. that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there was that. And then I actually played the demo of a game that I've always had my eye on, but just never got to. Um, The demo for uh, Neo, The World Ends With You. Mm -hmm. And it's a Square Enix game, I believe. And it's got the same art style as Kingdom Hearts and kind of the same energy, but more of a like hipster, like jet set radio, hip hop inspired kind of like it feels like dura rara that that anime um it feels like that mm-hmm. but less dramatic and more fun um mm-hmm. yeah it, it was a pretty interesting demo i don't even know if i'm done with the demo because it carries over into the full game if you choose to buy it but i think what's kind of throwing me off that i'm like not sure yet is like for one there's a lot of freaking dialogue for a demo i'm like oh my gosh like why are they still talking? <laughs> like I'm clicking through a lot of dialogue. Um, but yeah, the art style is dope. The music is dope. Like it feels like an early 2000s game, like as far as like the Toonami era, like it feels like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the play style is kind of throwing me off because it feels more like a rhythm game than a real fighting game. Because it's like... What's a rhythm game? Oh, like like Guitar Hero. Yeah, it feels more like a rhythm game than I'm actually fighting. So the reason I say that is, like, let's say you have, like, one enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, the main characters, there's two of them. Like, so far, you have to be with both of them. Because X is to attack, right? But X isn't an attack button. It's literally one character. So, like, when you press X, you're going to be attacking with character A. If you press Y, you're going to be the other character. Then there's another button that's dodge, but it's dodge for whoever you are at the time. So, like, mm-hmm. there's no heavy and light attack. There's a heavy and light character. So, like, for some reason, that's, like, making me confused. Cause I'm like, I want to be him, but I'm pressing the other button. I want to dodge, but I ended up switching characters. And so, like, let's say you're your first character and you're hitting somebody. If mm-hmm. you hit an enemy five times in a row, there would be a symbol that says drop the beat which is basically like a timing thing, and they want you to attack as the other person. So you're like X, 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 Y, when they say drop the beat, and you're like attacking as the other person, but like somewhere in the rhythm, you should dodge because the enemies are trying to hit you. So it's like, 
it's a rhythm game where you have to dodge sometimes. This is what it kind of feels like. Because then they added a third character whose button is R, and he does a heavy attack. Mm-hmm. Like, where you, like, charge it up with R. And I'm like, okay. So I'm not... Like, these buttons translate normally if you were one person, but they're doing it with three people. There's, like, light, heavy, and then charge the attack, and dodge for everybody. Like, and then if you get hit as one character, they, like, get um, stunned. So you can only be the other ones. Like, it's 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 a weird mechanic, but the art style and the characters are cool. It's where I'm kind of interested in the game and where the story's going. But there's so much dialogue, and the fighting feels rhythm-ish. and doesn't feel like I have much control. So mm-hmm. I'm still on the fence of if I actually like it. But I've always had my eye on this game. But I think yeah. this is a remake from the... Uh, it was a DS game. Okay, got it. So in some elements, you probably had to tap the screen to do certain stuff. And it might have been more smooth to do that. Because something about the XYR and then Dodge thing is just throwing my brain off. But mm. yeah, so we'll, we'll see if I pick up Neo. Um, anybody out there who's played it or can kind of like tell me if it stays that way or feels more open, let me know. I might watch some YouTube videos, too, of the old game. But, uh, yeah, so that that was uh, one demo I tried. And then other than that, I made some more progress on Last of Us. Um, I don't know if you played it all this week because I kind of want to talk more on a story perspective since I've already I, given them their flowers from the, the gameplay perspective. I didn't. Um, before we get into that, I want to jump on some because I feel like we're going to get into that. Um I'll probably come back next week with more information on this, but have you seen the crypto games? Mm-mm. There's cryptocurrency games. Um, hmm. And like, like people are like, oh yeah, I'm making 6,000 a week playing this crypto game. Um, and then this. Oh, you dude. can earn crypto through games? Yes. Huh. Okay. Um, and they're like, but I think you also have to, because the games are on the blockchain. Mm. And so you have to like have enough crypto to buy the game maybe a little crypto to play the game and uh i i was trying to play with one and it was like asking for my wallet and i just didn't put it in because i didn't have time to um yeah. get into it because online, online poker is legal right so this was yeah. only a matter a matter of time before this yeah because they've been yeah. um you know playing having bitcoin on like a lot of these poker sites okay, okay. um but yeah like there's this one thing it, it's called galaxy blocks and it literally just looks like tetris Mm. Um, there's a lot of RPGs. I had a weird Tetris kick last year. I might have to check out. I was going crazy. I might have to check that out. So, uh, just, you know, and then you see the YouTube videos, like I made 480,000 playing this game. I'm like, you don't really know. You watched the 30 minute video and he only made, you know, a couple hundred bucks. But if this coin goes to a dollar, then he made four hundred and eighty. Like, oh I don't my! Know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't done extensive research um, on it, but it's something that I feel like I'm close enough to the crypto thing that I'm like, oh, I might play, try my hand at these games. Mm. Um, but yeah, so just putting that bug out there for anybody who's on the fence. Feel free to add us about it. Or, you know, come on here and talk about it if you got the information. Um, but that's probably going to be something I do over the next couple of month or, months or two, is uh, at least figure out more information about it. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about Last of Us. Uh, I did play a little bit because um, I found out that I'm, there's more to the game than I thought. Mm. Yeah, I was talking with a friend 
uh, from work and he was giving me information and yeah i was like oh i think i'm only like halfway through i thought i was like three-thirds or three-fourths okay mm-hmm. um i guess so so that you know nobody gets spoiled uh jeez i guess i should speak first cuz you might be ahead of me still um yeah i am right after ellie's second flashback i don't rem- she has a i feel like a bunch is this one okay she I, i'm only at rifle? number 2 she, yeah was she, she was, sniping okay you are moving through this damn game then <laughs> um but yeah, I'm still ahead of you. Okay, yeah, I'm so we might right be caught up by next week. <laughs> okay, because I'm at, yeah, I'm at the part where uh, she's kind of irritated with Jesse and Dina, mm-hmm. and she's like, "All right, let me keep going. I don't even care about these." <laughs> Imagine being so irritated at your friends that you decide to continue out into the zombie wasteland in a rush by yourself, where maybe thirty people want to kill you. Like, can, right. <laughs> like, can you just like take a break? <laughs> like, how annoyed can you be at somebody like damn Dina and her damn baby and Jesse and his damn penis? Ugh. Like she's <laughs> like she, they weren't even doing nothing. She was hella irritated. But uh, yeah, I'm right. I'm right at that part. That's kind of where I paused where she decided mm-hmm. to walk off onto the fucking South Five Highway by herself. Um, yeah, that sequence before that was insane though. Mm-hmm. Um, like not even the flashback, but the part where she. Um, she was basically pinned down in like a whole neighborhood, and it's like thirty people and five dogs trying to find her. I was like, "This is." Yes, I say you got to be at the point with the dogs by now. I was like, "This is fucking ridiculous." Oh my god, the do- the dog concept is amazing. Like, I can't decide which is more cool: the fact that you can lay down and get under beds and stuff, because that really makes you feel like you're fighting for your life. Like, if yeah. you can, <laughs> if you hide under a bed and there's ten people outside with guns talking about some, where is she at? Like, oh nah, and you're just looking at ankles. Like, nah. And then you got dogs who are sniffing your trail, and they're talking about some, you found some boy? Go get her. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, please. Don't Did get the dog her. kill you yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, those dog kill scenes were rough. Bro. <laughs> like, that shit is gruesome. I, bro, I, I died in that segment in the most <laughs> horrific ways. Like, I got, I got axed in the, in the hip. I got bitten by dogs. Like, I mean, obviously I got shot, whether it be in front of me, behind me, but the ones where I was getting close up, like chopped with an axe, I'm like, all right, come on. Because <laughs> there's like one room where I didn't expect three people to come down the stairs at the same time. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> and yeah, so that was, that was tough. And they're moving through the smoke. Like they don't even get affected by it too. Like they, they were throwing smoke bombs at me. I'm throwing smoke bombs at them. They don't care. Dogs is barking. I was like, nah. They snapped. This is some crazy game design. Because, <laughs> like, you can be pinned down, but then, like, drop one of those landmines, drop a smoke bomb, uh, slide under something, crawl, and you hear the fucking landmine go off. You're like, all right, bet. I know at least that corn. they're not finna run that way no more. And then run through a house, jump through a window, <laughs> like put the bandages on, heal yourself, reload the shotgun. Like, nah. I was like, this... The connection of things you can do is just insane. And then, like, the arrow kills, they can't hear that. So you can really kind of, that's, like, its own silencer in a way because nobody hears the arrow go through somebody's neck. And, nah, I love the com- combination of 
things you can pull off. It's it's insane. It's insane. I w- I should probably should watch some gameplay like ultra stealth because to your point, like with the landmines and the arrows, and then you got the little. I, I I'm trying to figure out how I can get two bottles. I know it's got to be some type of crafting shit because I feel like if I could just have two bottles at one time, I'd be lit. Um, but oh, like yeah, just like, like distraction bottles, not the yeah. Molotov. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that helps so much to like have the dog separate from the human by throwing shit. Yeah. Because they would let them off the leash. I was like, thank God. Because like if I stealth kill the dude, the dog is clearly gonna be right next to me. So like anybody with a dog is like reinforced. Like I can't stealth kill you. Well, maybe you was moving faster than me. Because what what happened to me sometimes is they'll just let the dog off still off the leash. And if they do that, you can see like your your trail, and it's like. <laughs> but see, I was trying to get the dog off the leash in another direction because like the dog would be on my trail, but like the human would be kind of with him. So I was like, all right, I have to get them to be kind of separate if I want to pull off a stealth kill. But I only do that a couple of times because mm-hmm. the dog human combo is just like avoid that shit if you can. But I did like that you could walk in a route that's so long and stupid that the dog eventually would just be like, I don't even know where she is. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked pulling those off. And then there were some moments where I was super close to a dog, but they never picked up the scent. But I was just tripping because I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, if he finds the scent, I'm right here. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm one hop over a fence and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but I like how they don't make you... It's hard to tell how far you have to go sometimes. Like in that sequence, when you were going towards like the smokestack and you end up bumping into Jesse and all that, I couldn't tell where I needed to weave through these houses or how stealthily or if there was an item I needed in the houses. So it's like a mix of combat and stealth to the point where like the intensity got so crazy. I stopped fighting. I just started booking it. But the game let me just book it. Like I got to where I needed to get to. Like I was like, oh. Because some parts, like, force you to keep fighting people or, like, you're not going to get through unless you... But you could stealth most of it, fight a little bit, because there was, like, a staircase where I just had to go up and there were people there. So I was like, oh, eventually I was going to get caught. Like, this is a lot of people. Like, yeah, (laughs) you were going to interact with somebody, but it, it was cool that, like, you felt like you had to stealth kill as much as you could and all that and... Then you realize how many houses you can actually enter and hide if you needed to or whatever. And uh, They're cheeky, though. There was a house in that scene that under the bed there was one of those trading cards. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> Y'all going to leave this shit here? And they even had a trading card in her flashbacks. Like, I was like, that's, that's cheeky, man. Like, How are you going to yeah. put a, a collectible in a flashback? Like, The way I play games, I love finding collectibles. I don't care if there's 10 monsters behind me. If you got a, like, a little shiny thing in the corner, I want to grab it. So, like, the fact that I'm fighting for my life, I'm like, ooh, trading card. Like, I, was like, I was like, the odds of me going to this bed were so low, but y'all hiding shit under here. That's crazy. This is good because you're coming up on a really good Shambler fight. Like, <sighs> Bruh. It's, it's, the, it's insane. The flashback fight was annoying. Like, with uh, when you're with, why am I blanking on his name? It's, it's, it's her and Jesse? the main character. Joel? No, Joel, yeah. When Joel and Ellie are in a flashback from two years ago, and um, there's, like, an awkward tension about them mm-hmm. because she's mad that, like, she's starting to realize, like, am I the only one that's immune? I have to be. And he's like, you really want to talk about this right now? Like, that whole scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, oh, I think it was just actually a bloater that they fought. I don't know. But I don't know if your situation was exactly like mine, but, like, the fight... 
ends up uh she gets caught by the the bloater or whatever and it's about to kill her but then like joel like chops it up with a machete and i was like oh i thought i was gonna die is this how the scene's supposed to go was yours like that or did you guys end up killing it like another way wait wait was this when y'all were about to go get the guitar strings mm-hmm Oh yeah, that shit was intense. I don't remember. Oh, that was the that was the one I was talking about where he was like running through the walls and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was scary. I was like, yo, I was fucking terrified. Oh man, bro, I, I was doing that last. Up to me. I was doing that last <laughs> night, bro. Four a.m. I was like, no. what the? F-? I thought that because they kept giving you bullets, so I was like, all right, something about to get weird around here, like. Because they had zombies jumping off the second story to get you guys in that small space, and you're, uh, uh, that was crazy. But like, nah, that damn bloater in that small ass space, busting running, through the walls, like like Ray, like Ray Lewis. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so did he? Did it grab you too? I do feel like I was about to die, and he did some shit. Okay, because I still have bullets left, and I just made one wrong move, and the bloater just snatched me up. Was about to bite her, and then Joel chops him up like a watermelon. <laughs> like chops him up. I was like, "Oh." So I was wondering, mistaken. I was like, "Is that how this goes, or is there a, a scene where you can like shoot it too?" I don't remember because I was so what I was doing. I remember I was using uh, Molotov cocktails, and I think okay. I had a shotgun. But I remember doing something, and I felt like I won. But I, I just remember Joel being, like, upset or, like, angst up. So I don't remember exactly what happened. But I remember Joel being a, very much a part of the end scene. No, I remember. I got caught. <laughs> that thing snatched me up. Then Joel said, ah, I started slicing it and dicing it. But then they laughed at the end. They're like, huh, well, we did it. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit. But then that's when Ellie pressed him and was like, hey. Aren't because uh, oh, they found those two bodies or people that used to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene. That scene was. Whew, man, they really can make some impactful moments in this game, man. It's that shit was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, <laughs> "Like, have you ever met anybody that's immune? Because I haven't." Like, <laughs> Joel was pressed. Uh, he's like, "There's a bunch of other people like you. That's what the fireflies told me. Gosh, get off my back." <laughs> and I think that was on the heels of them having that little astronaut trip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they're really selling this. Because that whole little, that whole little like, hey, it's your birthday. Let me take you out. Like, it was like, oh, this nigga, like, really loved her. Like, obviously, he loved her. But, like, this nigga was like, because I forgot Joe had a family, too, mm-hmm. that he lost. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, they really, they, they, they put their foot in this game. <laughs> That's some impactful stuff. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I got a I got the gun holster for my pistols, so that was cool. Uh what else? Got the bow and arrow. That was nice. Yeah, I feel like I'm just getting faster with mm-hmm. my movements and decision making. And I'm kinda getting a feel for when to be aggressive sometimes. And yeah. shit's about to hit the fan. Because it, it does. <laughs> it should be hitting the fan. Even with the, the zombie-only areas. I'm like, yeah, they can't communicate, but there's some routes that are just not going to allow me to stealth everything. And there's some enemy types that you got to throw. You got to set them on fire and shoot them with a <laughs> shotgun, which is going to attract the runners. And it, it is what it is. Yeah. 
That um, shit's crazy. I don't need no more zombie types, though. I don't need no more. Crawlers, runners, bloaters, sh- sh- fucking shamblers, fine. I don't need no run more. Into, so you haven't seen the stalkers yet? Uh, what's that? <laughs> uh, they're basically like a fast zombie, but they like... Basically, these niggas just follow you. Like, they don't direct. Like, you will see them, and they won't attack you right away. Mm-hmm. And they try to, like, get you. They basically get you out of camera shot. Which is, like, yeah, it's, like, weird. Like, you kind of got to be moving. Because when they attack you, like, you don't see them. Uh, what are they, like, glued to the walls or something? <laughs> no, they're, like, walking and crawling. But, like, you only see them from a distance. So you kind of need to be, like, spinning around. And it's dark. I only seen them once, though. Oh, God. Another zombie type. I'm not ready. Hey, there was a a safe I opened with no clues. I just sat there and listened to each click (laughs) on the safe. I was like, hey, I'm nice. (laughs) (laughs) There was no type of clues anywhere. And the numbers were so random. It was, like, 30, 84, 62 or something. And I heard it. Cause they just click just a little bit louder. I was like, damn, I might have to go uh, rob a bank or something. Kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, oh, <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how because it had the gun holster in there. But I was like, if I didn't get this, would I get the holster eventually? Like, would they just give it to me somewhere? Cause uh, I guessed. <laughs> like, and I also didn't have to come into this room. Like, I, that's what I, I was thinking totally too. I'm like, are, is niggas playing this game and never having a holster? Cause <laughs> with, with nothing. <laughs> like, I can't be going into my backpack to get the shotgun. No, <laughs> not every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, that's uh, that kind of summarizes my gaming week for real. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got too. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna get uh, those two games. Uh, might try to buy Seer. I'm gonna look at some gameplay of his. They still haven't released. I mean, I, I guess Seer's on the game yet, or no? He hasn't dropped yet. Because nah, they still haven't released. Ten um, is uh, August fifth. They still haven't released Watson's buff. Like they keep saying they're gonna no. nerf her, but they haven't said how they're gonna buff her. So. Um, oh, I only heard about a buff. I didn't know that she was getting nerfed. Yeah, apparently she's like. Forgot. So when I was reading up on it, they were saying like she's probably like one of the stronger players, percentage wise, and like when she's on a team, the win percentage goes up drastically. Hmm. But I guess if you don't know how to use her, like, cause you know, I w- I watched this dude. I don't know if you've seen a video of the guy who got like seven thousand on solo. With her. No, he was with Wraith. Oh okay, um, but I was just saying like the 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 high level people know how to like cheese the system and do all this weird shit. Like he was crawling on buildings you weren't supposed to be able to crawl on because he hopped on one piece of you know animated brick that sticks there and yeah. another one and all this other shit. Um, I think I sent it to you on Twitter, but yeah, this dude in fifteen minutes got seven thousand dollars or seven seven thousand damage. Any one, actually. Unbelievable. Just him. Gosh, what guns was he running? Uh, he was running wingman and shotgun for a little minute. Uh, R nine nine for a little minute. Uh, he was switching for situations. Mm. Uh, but he also got any ran a uh, bow check for like at the beginning, but he also got gold shields early. Mm. He did watch this. Uh, 
there's this like sweat band tv is his youtube name uh-huh. uh he goes by sweat but uh he has a youtube series where he gets like the number one players for each character mm-hmm. or as close as he can and like kind of interviews them for two seconds and gets tips and then they'll go into a game together mm-hmm. uh in duos and sweat will just die and then he'll like commentate on that player while they're running uh so he's like He's had the number one, like, Gibraltar player in the U.S. He's had, and some player, some people he had to get, like, the number two or, like, you know, whoever, the yeah. highest person he could for each uh, character, he's had them on there. And they'll like, give advice and then they'll, like, go solo queue in and start going crazy. So, I was, I was, that's why I was, can't remember if I saw whatever you sent me because I've been watching so many, like, number one players do do videos and is that so the guy like, oh. who um had the girl who got all those kills with caustic on there caustic yeah okay yeah that was cool she she was the i think she's number one caustic like not number two not only for playstation <laughs> like she is the number one caustic i think but yeah sweat is the guy that had her on mm. mm-hmm. yeah because like i was like damn i played this dude and i never realized that the the uh gas traps were uh impenetrable yeah, the way she was describing what she does and what guns she doesn't use, I was so dead. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> she said, uh, "Yeah, I don't really like. I don't really like the vault. Yeah, I don't really like." The, I was like, "Golly, what do you like? What do you be shooting with?" <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. So that was. Uh, it, it's been a cool little like learning session, just like watching the number, especially like watching the number one like Bangalore and all that stuff, like just seeing how they move and whatever. So. Yeah, I dropped a little, uh, I chopped up some, the guy who did the 7,000, uh, mm-hmm. that should drop this Thursday on our Instagram. I put it to Bodie James. Uh, nice. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It's like a minute long, uh, you know, highlight video. Um, yeah, that's so, one thing I wanted to start saying. I'm gonna start chopping up some Apex gameplay. So, uh, tag us or DM us on Instagram and, uh, if your shit's on YouTube, I'll rip it and, and put it up there for, for you. For sure, that'll be a good little series. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. If you, uh... yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Um, another episode in the books. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all. Continue to share the blurs. Uh, we see our listeners going up, so y'all are doing the good work just like us. And as always, we do this for the blurs. <laughs>